Hey, Pure Golf Podcast listeners, you can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. To check out our weekly YouTube videos, go visit My Pure Golf. Link will be in the bio. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Pure Golf page. In today's episode, we are starting a brand new series on the channel. It is called Questions with the Experts. I'm going to be honest with you. This whole series is revolved around average golfers looking to break 80. That is the whole point of this series because there are so many questions that I have as an average golfer that I wasn't able to ask on the podcast. I think of them after and I'm kicking myself because I'm like, these guys that we bring on as experts are so good at what they do. I could talk to them for hours about just random things about golf, about wellness, so I was like, why not reach out to them again? I could ask them these questions that not only help me, but translate to helping you, the viewer, as you are watching these videos. So the first person that we have on, we had on our podcast two weeks ago. His name is Phil Shomo. Phil is a mental skills coach that specializes in helping golfers, helping baseball players, anybody that is trying to improve their mental game in sports. But in the podcast, we specifically talked about golf-related material. In the golf realm, he is very successful with many collegiate golfers, with many professional golfers. If you just go to his website and you see all the success stories, you're like, okay, this dude is legit. So I wanted to bring him on personally, pick his brain for about 15 minutes. So that is what this video is all about today. There aren't many cuts because it's truly one of the best videos that you can get from one of the most genuine, well-rounded, and one of the best people that you could possibly talk to, especially in the game of golf. If you enjoy the video, please like, subscribe, give me comments down below. I'm reading every single comment, trying to improve this page because we are just starting out. Pure Golf is just starting out in the social media world, and I know there are so many different things that we can do to improve the page, improve the content, and our main goal, honestly, with Pure Golf is to help improve your golf game. So, without further ado, enjoy. Hey, Zach. Bill, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? I'm I'm super excited today. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Good. I'm doing well. Good to see you again. Yeah, I... Uh... I've got I've got a few questions to ask you today. I've thought about it. I'm like, okay, we've already had Phil on. Um, what are some specific questions that not only can help everybody but can help me? So that's the reason why it's not even for not even for the podcast. It's for me. That's this is this is what this uh, this is got for. It. Got it. All right, I'm ready. Um, I was thinking one of the biggest struggles with an average golfer is bouncing back from like a bad shot or a bad golf hole. What would you say is the best way to mentally overcome that? Yeah. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that everybody I coach is dealing with. Um, you know, with really good golfers, we we actually do a lot of tracking um, according to scorecards, like for the guys that I'm really connected with. And you see, it's very normal. You see, you know, birdies, lots of pars, very few bogeys. And then you see these stretches, three or four holes, yeah. They're like these little clusters or these streaks of plus holes all linked up together. So that, that's just, that's just such a common, it's a, such a common issue. So I'll give you several thoughts. So I think part of it is a preparation ahead of time problem. So good golfers know they're capable of playing really good golf yeah, And so they prepare only for the narrow lane of playing their A game. 
instead of actually preparing for the realities of golf, they prepare for their preferences of golf. Okay, you follow that? So in other words, in other words, you can be prepared for like uh, I'm looking at my car sitting in my driveway right now. I have a flat I have a spare tire in the trunk of my car. I don't expect to have a flat tire today. But if I have one, right. I better know what to do, right? So I think I think we go into rounds of golf trying to get our swing really tight, trying to get our short game really good, making sure we're rolling our putts great. Maybe even a little course strategy if it's a if we're really serious or it's our home course or something. Right. And that, but we expect everything to be point A to point B, point B to point C, point C to point D. Like we're just, and that just does not happen. Like it almost never happens for eighteen holes. If it does happen for eighteen holes, you were in the zone and probably having the day of your life. But right. preparing to struggle, preparing for bad shots, and knowing that they are very likely to happen. And knowing ahead of time, there's a lot of actual brain science behind preparing ahead of time with a if then, if this happens, then this is what I will do. Right. Actually increases your odds, I think, somewhere in the 50 to 80 percent range of a more effective application of a solution to that problem. So Hmm. it's part of what I work with guys on is actually preparing to struggle. So on the is, golf course. is it the type of thing where like going into it, you just kind of have this, this mental conversation with yourself and say, you know what? I've prepared, I've done everything I can at the golf, at the range and practice sessions and everything. Um, regardless of what happens on this course today, is, is it kind of like that mental reality check? Yeah. yeah, it is a little bit, but it's also even more tangible than that. It's like, um, okay, this is my strategy for playing the whole, you know, the holes, yeah, or the yeah. tee shots. And now what is my strategy for the bad shots or the miss? Yeah. And the strategy being can be a combination, can be stuff I tell myself, oh, I hit a bad one. I'm going to react to that with frustration, but it's how quickly can I shift to, okay, I knew there was a bad one coming sooner or later today. Here it is. And Now I need my job now is what did I plan for? I planned to walk slow to that ball. I'm not going to rush to that shot. Right. I'm going to slow myself down. When I get there, I'm going to tell myself I didn't want to be here, but I'm here. Yeah. And what can I do with this shot to Mm. get myself back into the hole? So then that starts becoming the second piece. So preparing is coming up with a game plan for how I will approach the bad shot, what I will say to myself. And then the last part is what will my strategy be when I'm in a bad spot? Gotcha. Yeah. This is again where we're just illogical as golfers a lot of the time because we just hit a shot that clearly demonstrated that wasn't our best swing. Mm, yeah. But then we choose a recovery shot which requires our best swing. Mm. The hero shot or the shot that comes that we can probably pull off, but we can pull it off a low percentage amount of the time. So I try to teach guys to accept the bad shot and accept the fact 
that dealing with a bad shot is getting myself back into position. It's not making up for the bad shot with the great shot. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I love that answer by the way. Um, and, and it's hard. It's hard because nobody wants that to be true, but right. it's like beforehand when I'm like, whenever anybody's like visioning, you know, the round and everything, they never think of themselves in a sand bunker. They never think of themselves 20 feet in the woods, you know, like they always think That's of themselves right. striping it, you know, making the putt. So I love, yeah. I love that mental thought process you, you got going on, yeah. but um, how closely related is the mental preparation for golf compared to the mental preparation of everyday life? Wow. That's a really good question, man. Um, My dad actually came up with it. So it wasn't he, I, I said, Hey, I'm going on with Phil again. And he was like, I want this question answered. So. Well, I, I think, so I think golf is just a reflection of our life to tell you the truth. Like, yeah. like it's, part of why I love the mental coaching is because I'm just dealing with people and they're people, whether they're playing golf or not playing golf. Like, so I, I often say that tournament golf, especially or high pressure golf is you being forced to deal with you. And if your relationship with you is just <laughs> combative, right. And tense, it'll show up on the golf course faster <laughs> than any other place. So I do think there's a there's a very strong connection. Like the more you are good or you get better and better at anticipating, especially anticipating adversity, struggles and challenges and learn to self-control and calm yourself down and be more what I call responsive instead of just reactive. Like the more you can be purposeful, the more you can um actually navigate with wisdom the ups and downs of life like everyday life it's the same thing right like uh you know stuff is happening all the time we weren't planning on right and if you're like me and you're a little bit of a guy that likes to be in control of things then when somebody throws my morning off you know i got my schedule i got things oh, yeah. i want to get done and then you know, my internet goes out or my flat tire happens or, right. you know, heaven forbid my wife should fail to do things exactly the way that I wanted her to. <laughs> so if, if any of those happen, like I literally am dealing with those things in very much the same way that I'm dealing with the unexpected on a golf course that I didn't want. And yeah. I don't think I can be a different guy out there just right. because I'm on a golf course. It, it really is me. So, so I think it's connected. Yeah. You would say like, let's say a little an inconvenience happens in your morning and let's say you don't handle it yeah. the best way you blow up. You would probably say it's the same. If the same thing happens to you on the golf course, the same reaction is going to happen as well then probably. Right. Yeah. My tendencies are my tendencies. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when I'm pushed to my edge in life or mm -hmm. on the golf course, what my tendencies are, my habits or my uh, go-to responses, they may look differently, but I'm ba they're basically the same thing. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm playing them out the same way, mm -hmm. you know, and, I and I can, and the more you get self-aware and reflect on kind of your day-to-day -day life and yourself on the golf course, I think the more that becomes just obvious. I'm very much that way. Like it, yeah. And I think the people I'm close to are very much that way.
Absolutely. So I do think learning skills to navigate the realities of day-to-day life and trying to flourish within that are the same skills that we've got to learn to navigate a round of golf or a tournament yeah. um, and the realities within that. So Man, that's really, really good. That's good. Um, this is my, this is my final question. For okay. You. Yeah, sure. How much in your opinion, does a healthy diet and quality rest improve your mental preparation for golf? Yeah, I, I, I believe that's more true today than I ever used to. Like it is it just, again, I, I, I enjoy neuroscience study and, and studies are undeniable. Like the, the way sleep, especially like we have never understood the impacts of sleep on us like we do today. Like we mm-hmm. understand it now so much better from a, from a body functioning standpoint, but really from a brain standpoint, like to be sharp, to be thinking clearly, to be less reactionary, to have longer right. fuses and not shorter fuses, right. to be able to get ourselves out of just our uh, fight, flight, or freeze part of our brain and into the part of our brain that problem solves well and thinks things all the way through and comes up with solutions that are not just the most obvious things. Like all those pieces of our brain are just uh, elevated massively when we're rested, when our body's functioning on the right amounts of fluid and nutrition. And when we're not functioning in that way, I think we lower the quality of our thinking and I think we elevate the rapidness of our reactionary side you know, that sort of default mode. So I heard somebody say this the other day. I thought it was so true. They were like, the game of golf was never invented for human beings to actually play because (laughs) everything we instinctively do is the wrong thing. (laughs) 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 And I thought, man, that is so true. That's so true. It's so true. So if I'm going to be a guy that is very patient that is very, you know, able to bounce back, let mistakes go, not get ahead of myself, calculating scores, really concentrate and focus well on the shot at hand, problem solve all the math I got to do with wind variations and elevation and lie and club tendency. Like if I'm going to do all that work for five hours or four hours on a golf course and I'm not rested, (laughs) good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. I just think it's huge. And I think, you know, I had a lot of guys this summer playing down here in the Southeast. Temperatures were just so crazy high, Ooh. like heat indexes in the 110 range and stuff. And these guys are learning in the school of hard knocks how important it is to stay hydrated and have the right nutrition on the golf course if you're going to play those last four or five holes effectively. It's just absolutely it's huge. Is, is it one of the is it one of the first things that you you know when you work with a client is it one of the first things that you kind of look towards and ask them about or is it just kind of like it comes on after you yeah it kind of comes on a little bit more only because they're more initially motivated for me to kind of teach them the you know tips and Actual, tools on the golf yeah. course like you yeah. know give me the tips and tricks of how to do things better on the golf course for sure. Um, but the, the people I work with that are much more, you know, they, they want to improve just whatever it takes. Mm. Yeah. We're looking at all kinds of stuff like that. I've got, I've got young guys that this summer, like for the first time in their life, literally built like on course strategies for how much water to drink per 
three holes really at, at what tea boxes are they eating what foods like literally that kind of stuff to get that that specific about what they were doing that's incredible that's yeah awesome. yeah it's pretty motivated <laughs> wow well, Phil, that's all the questions I have. Oh, awesome, Zach. This was so, fun, man. Always I love it. I appreciate you so much for coming back on. And yeah, hopefully yeah. we got it in the time strings for you uh, and everything like that. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming all on, right. Phil. Take care, man. Later. Bye-bye.